Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Hi, it's Michael Smirkanish. Welcome to Book Club with Michael Smirkanish, a collection of Michael's favorite interviews with authors from the last 30 years through today, on the air, on radio. What sets my book club apart is that I actually read the books. Book Club is now in session. Hey gang, I'm holding a book recently released from Cambridge University Press. On the back jacket, there's a blurb that reads as follows. For far too long, moderate, has been a label used in political discourse as a term of derision, meant to imply weakness and lack of conviction, which is nonsense. Thank you, Aurelian Creatu, for producing an overdue, well-researched, witty, and robust defense of the ideas of those of us, a plurality, who aren't represented by those partisan extremists with outsized influence. Oh, wait a minute. I wrote those words. Yes, identified as a serious XM and CNN host. The book is called Why Not Moderation? Letters to Young Radicals. And the author is Dr. Aurelian Creatu. He is a professor of political science at Indiana University in Bloomington. Professor, thanks so much for being here. Thanks so much for writing the book. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be with you and why, your listeners. Why do we associate moderation with appeasement or weakness or lacking conviction? This is for several reasons, two of which we can mention here. One is that that's what most people uh, think about moderation when they hear about the word. 
But the deeper reason is that there is a lack of knowledge about what moderation entails. And that's why the subtitle, if you wish, of the book is Radical Moderation, because moderation has a radical side, a rebellious side, and it's not to be equated with, let's say, cowardice or uh, a lack of convictions. On the contrary, moderates do have convictions, and precisely because of that, they are ready to fight for the principles of an open and free society. Your approach in this project, in this book, in defense of moderation, was to write letters to two, quote-unquote, radicals, one on the left and one on the right. Tell the audience what I'm referring to. Well, I thought that it would be much more interesting if um, I tried to put myself in the minds of those who think differently from me. I believe in moderation. They don't. And I try to not necessarily convince them that they should embrace moderation, but they should give it a second chance. Hence the title, Why Not Moderation? So I thought that it would be appropriate to look for someone on the left who reads, let's say, magazines such as The Jacobin and someone on the right who reads magazines such as the Claremont Review books or First Things, people who have little in common except, and this is the interesting part in the book, except their distrust in the principles of liberal democracy. And I tried to make an argument for those principles by convincing or trying to convince them that moderation might be a way to bring them together somewhere in the middle, but not necessarily. They can keep up their positions and still believe in the principles of moderation. I think it's a lively format that allows people to uh, kind of follow a dialogue. And the dialogue, after all, is an expression of moderation because nobody holds the key to the truth, not even myself, not even the author. So it's a kind of a search in common for something that defines moderation. Dr. Kreatu, you say that a lack of interest by some in moderation is not accidental. What do you mean by that? Well, I think that uh, if you look at, for example, the 2016 election, uh, the former President Trump, when he was uh, a candidate uh, for the nomination of the Republican Party, accused his predecessors, uh, Bob Dole, uh, John McCain and uh, Mitt Romney of losing the elections because uh, they were, quote-unquote, moderates. So there's this uh, image of, uh, of moderates as uh, uh, people who cannot win elections. And that's not true. Uh, if we look, for example, at Sweden, Sweden has a moderate party, which is, I think, the third uh, significant party right now. So there can be a moderate party which wins elections. There were moderates in the Senate. Um, I think you yourself worked or wrote about Arnold Specter, uh, who was such a moderate. Uh, it's true that he had to leave Congress, but there were moderates very successful in the Congress uh, up until recently, and uh, they made an impact in our politics. Wouldn't you also say that the reason there's a lack of interest in moderation by some is because there's a whole cottage industry, a whole business model that props up the extremes that doesn't exist in the middle? There's a lot of money to be made from extremism. Absolutely. And our political system encourages such extremism. The primary system in particular uh, allows extremist voices to make themselves heard and, and win. Uh, but there is something else I would say about um, about this. Uh, I think the social media uh, amplifies uh, the problems that you are um, talking about. Uh, in the social media bubbles, in our echo chambers, we are kind of invited to uh, um, uh, not espouse moderation, to give up moderation and be radical extremist and uncivil. I would also point out that uh, the social media is 
probably something that can also encourage moderation. But for that, uh, uh, one would need like um, uh, areas and discussions where people can can search for common ground. And that's not impossible. So I wouldn't put social media only in the black box here. Can those of us who regard ourselves as moderate and proud of it or independent thinkers or something other than being to the far right or far left, can we look to historical figures for guidance and leadership? In other words, remove the modern era, go way back in time. Tell me, who was a moderate that we can revere? Well, in one of the letters in the book, um, in which I look at the old archipelago of moderation, I talk about the tradition of moderation in American political thought. We can look at George Washington. George Washington's farewell address is such a wonderful example of a moderate, someone who seeks to be above all parties, to promote the common good, a patriot who looks in the long term. The other hero that I would recommend in this book is the one from whom I borrowed the epigraph of the book, and that is the French thinker Alexis de Tocqueville. And Tocqueville wrote that beautiful book called Democracy in America, uh, not to serve or combat any party, but to see farther than the party. The parties are concerned with what's going to happen tomorrow. He thought to figure out what will happen in the future, in the long-term future. So Washington, uh, Tocqueville, Lincoln would be also another example of a moderate, someone who was a bold moderate, a radical moderate in my understanding, because he, you know, he didn't shy away from fighting in the civil war, but understood the importance of accommodation uh, up to a certain point. So those are the figures I would look at. Dr. Aurelian Kreatu is the author of a brand new book from Cambridge University Press. It's called Why Not Moderation? Letters to Young Radicals. This is the Book Club with Michael Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive 
then takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars Rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS. Sirius XM Channel 124 and on the SXM app. Dr. Aurelian Kreatu is the author of a brand new book from Cambridge University Press. It's called Why Not Moderation? Letters to Young Radicals. By day, he's a professor of political science at Indiana University in, in Bloomington. We should point out that on some matters, there can be no compromise. There can be no moderation, whether it's rule of law, whether it's the fundamentals of democracy, certain civil rights and liberties, right? Absolutely. There are moments in history where one cannot and should not compromise. January 6, 2021, compromise with uh, Hitler in Munich in 1938. Those things are not to be compromised. So there is a time for moderation. It's not a virtue for everyone or for all seasons. This must be said. We need to fight for the principles of liberal and free society because without them, our whole civilization is going down. Dr. Cray, too, what about the role of religion? In this broad conversation, it's on my mind because earlier this week I saw that the Pope has expressed an openness to blessing same-sex marriages, same-sex unions. And I thought to myself, wow, that's really a radical departure from where the Church has been in in even recent years. Uh, we don't think of religion as being a moderating influence. Any thoughts from you? Well, I don't have that many thoughts on, on the issue of religion in this book, but personally I'm concerned and I'm interested in that. There were religious figures that espoused moderation. Of course, it's more difficult to compromise on the fundamentals, but even within Catholicism, there was Vatican II, not, not, far, ago, not far long ago, and there were movements that, that sought to, to bring together different uh, understandings and different groups. So I think that there is a religious component, and not surprisingly, there was a huge debate on moderation in 17th century England around the concept of religion. So I think that religion is part of moderation. There are certain things that one should be open. Toleration is a principle that is associated with moderation, and it is a a, a principle that has to do a lot of work in religion, in all religions. I should also point out that moderation is compatible with different religions, and I see this in the book. There is a moderation in Christianity, but there is also moderation built in Hinduism, in Confucianism. So it's not only a Christian virtue. It's also an ecumenical virtue, if you wish, but also grounded in other religions. There is a moderate version of Islam as well. So this is a a virtue that can accommodate different religions as well, bring them together around this concept of the middle ground, I would say. I'm not giving it all away for free, but one final subject. You say we need to burst out of our bubbles and echo chambers and work hard to rebuild civic bridges. How exactly do we do that? Well, there are 
some examples, and I discussed them in the last part of the book. Uh, I like the organization called the Braver Angels, precisely because they bring together uh, Democrats and Republicans. They sit together at the same table and discuss issues of common interest. I like organizations such as the Third Way or More in Common. Uh, these are civic, uh, bottom-up organizations that seek to build civic bridges between people, different political and religious understandings of the world. So I think that what we can hope for is bottom-up uh, development of these uh, organizations, of these institutions that seek to transcend our ideological barriers. I wish you all good things with the book. It's called Why Not Moderation? Letters to Young Radicals. Thank you, Dr. Kreatu. Thank you for having me again. So there you go. Some timely thoughts on moderation, which seems to be in short supply in Washington, especially right now, uh, where, of course, the question of the day is, what will the GOP moderates, to the extent there are any, what will they do relative to Donald Trump's embrace now of Jim Jordan? Does that mean that everybody closes ranks and they get to the 218 votes around Jim Jordan? Of course, you've heard from me repeatedly. Wouldn't it be nice if a moderate were put forth and then had Democratic support? That seems less and less likely, doesn't it? But wouldn't it be a great outcome in the House speaker battle if there were a moderate put forth from the Republican Party? Maybe it is a Don Bacon. Maybe it is a Brian Fitzpatrick type. And Democrats crossed the aisle, voted for that individual, and he or she becomes the Speaker of the House. More likely, obviously, now is that Scalise folds his tent and everybody casts their lot with Jim Jordan. And as I've been saying also relative to today's poll question, the people probably with the greatest stake in all of this, Ukrainians. Ukrainians, where Jim Jordan is among those who have said, that he's questioning the ongoing funding. Why should we be sending American tax dollars to Ukraine when we don't even know what the goal is? No one can tell me what the objective is. Is it some kind of negotiated peace? Is it driving them out of eastern Ukraine? Is it driving them out of Crimea? So until you can tell me the goal, I don't think we should continue to send money there, particularly when we have the problems we have on our border that are so fundamental, linking together the border crisis. It is one. And this situation in uh, the speakership and Ukraine. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the Sirius XM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Book Club with Michael Smirconish. New episodes drop Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars Rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate.